fellow citizens of the galaxy. I do not belong on this planet. I am being held against my will, trapped by ignorance and cruelty. You must save me. Take me away from this. I am desperately in need of your assistance. Please help me. Mike Pillsbury. And that's on period. That is. What's up, you guys? I'm Dylan. I'm Lauren. And if you hear any uh, weird, crinkly, or meowing noises in the back, that is actually Lauren's cat, Ozzy, who decided to join us today, who's chilling here with a Chipotle bag. Hey, baby. Come here, snuggle man. Do you have have anything you'd like to say for the the podcast, sir? You want to say anything? Do you know that he has his MBA and he's actually the CFO of a Fortune 500 company? I did not know that. That may be a record for the first cat of all time to have an MBA. Mm -hmm. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Good for him. And good for us, too, because we are kind of having... Uh, not your traditional whore hags episode, uh, not exactly a hag hangout, not a girl, not yet a woman, um, but we decided it's spoopy month, so we wanted to kind of get into the spirit, and we're going to be reviewing some decoms for you guys. So I texted to Lauren this week, and I was like, what movie do you want to watch? Let's go ahead and watch it. And boy, did she make a decision. Okay, okay. Guys, what you have to understand about me is not that I'm not like other girls. Because I'm not. I'm a Furby. But for real, when I was a kid, like, my sister is four and a half years older than me. And so I was always into, like, the older stuff that people weren't, like, watching. So, like, everybody got into Hocus Pocus in, like, 2010. Like, that was when, like, Hocus Pocus really, like, took off. And I remember I watched Hocus Pocus for the first time when I was, like, probably seven. And I told everybody about it at school. And they were like, that sounds demonic. And I don't like it. And I was like, okay, well, fuck you. You're a virgin who lit the black flame candle. Um, and so Can of Worms is one of those Disney Channel original movies um, in the same vein as, like, Alley Cat Strike Susie Q, like those weird ABC Disney Channel original movies that not a lot of people know about. I was actually reading and Disney Channel has not aired it in like a spot before like two o'clock in the morning since like 2009, I think, 2011. Um, Good Lord, I wonder why. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. hmm. Uh, it's probably one of my least favorite decoms of all time. Uh, she thought she was fly, but she is nothing of the sort. She is fly. Um, and no one uh, has told her that. She is not a fat um, cunt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but <laughs> We're going to play the Tiffany Pollard quote game. I'm going to go all for it. I don't know. This is... Definitely a movie that aired on Disney Channel, and that's something Lauren wanted to watch, and that we're reviewing today. So here we are. <laughs> but this is like, okay, so the last podcast on the left calls it a relaxed fit episode when it's not super heavily researched or super heavily, like, um, 
on topic. So we're doing that, but we're going to think of a better word for that. So this is, um, if you're our whores divorce, then this is kind of a dessert episode. Okay, this is like your dessert episode. Yeah, this is just a little extra. But, so I, w- I do want to talk about this because the quality, now I'm not talking about acting or directing when I say this. The quality of or, this. Or CGI or effects. Yes. Or di- or uh, direction. Okay, no, 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 listen. Shut up, Dylan. Listen. <laughs> You're the only person in the room. Um... The quality or the writing of puppetry <laughs> in Disney. No, 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 no. The no, no, no. sheer puppetry of this film Listen is to astronomical. Me, guys. And I need people to know. Y'all, I'm about to. This is about to be horror hag. <laughs> so, what no, hag, like, not when, hag you, when you look at Can of Worms, Halloween Town, like early. Like I mean, super, cute next to gorgeous. Supernatural. But, like, the, seriously, like, Benny, the skeleton in Halloween Town, the puppetry on that is amazing. The puppetry and the costume design that was done for Can of Worms is very good. Now, before you say anything, shut up. Just shut up. Let me finish. So, I think, and Dylan agrees with me, that now a lot of times CGI is way too heavily... People, that's like people rest on their CGI. I agree. And we have yeah. lost the art of puppetry, of costuming, of special effects, of makeup. We've the lost puppetry. all of that. Now, you look at me and you tell me that the puppetry in and the makeup, the makeup that they do, like on the little guys with the ears, you tell me that that isn't an art form. That, that's not pretty cool. I'll give them that. I'll give them, uh, they deserved a good daytime Emmy for this. It won an Emmy. It did not. I don't know. I don't think it did. It probably didn't. Uh, Shia LaBeouf won a daytime Emmy for uh, True True Confessions. Confessions. That is such a good movie. That's an excellent movie. But Can of Worms, let me break it down for you. Basically, there's this kid named Mike... And he has, like, um, he's kind of a nerd, and he, like, has all this technology and stuff. And he thinks that he has, like, this satellite dish that can send, like, waves and messages all the way throughout the galaxy. And he basically gets rejected at the dance because the bully, like, makes fun of him and the girl runs away from him. And he puts out a message to the galaxy that he doesn't belong on Earth. He wants to leave. And whenever you renounce your global citizenship of your home planet, you open up a can of worms. And that basically means that your citizen citizenship and your, you know, your life is basically up for grabs. So all of these aliens come and visit him and all of these aliens come and hang out with him. And fucking Malcolm McDowell from A Clockwork Orange, who's a very famous actor, plays Barnabas, who is a talking dog alien. Really? Yeah. Oh. Well, joining his uh, cast, we have the main guy who said his name is Mike. Mike Pillsbury. <laughs> Mike Pillsbury uh, giving us Diet Christian Slater in Heather's voice. See, I, <laughs> but he looks Veronica. like... He looks like a Diet, um, the kid from Hocus Pocus. Oh, that's T. Doesn't he? Yes. Yep. So, uh, with a voice of Christian Slater and a, a face of the Max. guy, Ma- face of Max, the face of Max, and w- he is joined by uh, Allison, Diet, Great Value, uh, Julia Styles. They they Allison. do look a lot alike. 
that there's we're gonna put up a side by side on the gram <laughs> and you cannot tell us that they are somehow not related I mean, at this the time that this movie came out, Julia Stiles was already doing Ten Things I Hate About You, so mm-hmm. she's definitely older. But yeah, something had to happen, some kind of time travel magic, because they're, they're literally the same person. Yeah, they look exactly alike. And then there's the bully, and then there's G- his, just generic copy and paste. His 90s best bully. friend is a ki- one of the kids in Under Wraps, which is an excellent no, that, decom I'll put, that I'll also has that. excellent, excellent puppetry and excellent makeup. The puppetry. Did you know the mummy in that movie is Patrick Starr? Oh, yeah. yeah. You told me that before. Well, because he's also in the ultimate Christmas present. Or yeah. the ultimate Christmas present. Yeah. A man of our childhoods. Okay, for sure. fucking truly. So, you already know our stances on this. Lauren's going to recommend it. I'm going to say. It's fun. It's Watch fun. Under Wraps instead. And it's very nostalgic. <laughs> Okay, so on Disney Plus, the first like three things I watched were Under Wraps, Can of Worms, and Halloween Town. Uh-huh. Like I watched them at my desk at work, and uh, I just, I really, really think that the art of special effects is is lost. It's lost on movies nowadays. Like if you ever watched, probably the last Disney Channel original movie I watched was like Descendants. There's so they. Excuse me, sir. Could you I feel like the um, it's too CGI much CGI. And effects it's too much. that Disney Channel currently has is the same that they used in this movie. I feel like there's not really any progression of quality, right? Because uh, the the CGI that they use do use in these movies does feel very '90s TV movie. But it looked good for the '90s. Now it's 21 years later, and, and we like, need to Whoa. step it up. I don't understand that, too, because I know they don't want to pour too much money in these projects, but, like, y'all guys are Disney. I mean, you can't show out a little something here. They just laid off 28,000 workers. (laughs) We love you, Eric. Well, okay. So we're going to take a quick break, and we will be... Before we take a break, look who came to visit. Is he going to say meow? Okay, maybe we'll catch him on the next time. We'll be right back. gotta squeeze them okay <laughs> little I got that bear one. okay you can go mommy loves you and we're back <laughs> he said meow we're going to be taking a full deep dive into what i remember about this movie which is not much now lauren you said that this is based off a book I believe so. Either it's based off of a book or the book is based on the movie. Either way, I stole it from my grade school library. <laughs> and don't let them hear you that. Um, so do you remember if it's like similar or anything I about it? I think that it is based on the movie. Because I think the book came out in 2000. It's only a dollar on Amazon. Should I buy it? <laughs> if you want to, enter at your own discretion. Yeah, so Kathy Mackle is the screenwriter for Can of Worms, and then she wrote the book. Okay. We had a uh, uh, author author on set. Author on set. Um, so we begin this movie. Uh, it's kind of like a little flash-forward moment. 
of Mike Pillsbury sending off his message into outer space. Um, but then we have a little uh, reversion. We go back <laughs> a couple days earlier, and what exactly? What exactly is uh, Mike's life like? Take us through um, a day. It's in the kind life. of like Troy Bolton. If Troy Bolton was nerdy and not into basketball. <laughs> His dad wants him to play football. Yeah, his dad wants him to play football. His mom speaks fluent German. His sister's a cunt. Um, So Mike is a computer nerd. He's like a sci-fi nerd. And his... There's this very... Now, I wasn't... I was alive. But in 1999, I wasn't like around. You know... I was too busy watching Blue's Clues. and She wasn't on the scene yet. I wasn't she on the wasn't scene yet. yet. That happened after Tarzan came out in 2000. That was when I really got onto the scene. But, well, actually, Tarzan came out in 1999, I believe. Yes. Uh, so, there's this scene where they have a floppy disk. Now, for those of you who don't know, a floppy disk is like a precursor to a CD-ROM. For those of you who don't know what a CD-ROM is, it's like we, a precursor. We can't help you. It's like a precursor to a USB port. USB, like, flash drive. If you don't know what a USB is, we can't help you. Yeah. So, he puts this floppy disk in one computer in this computer lab, and then pre- goes, and, like, Penelope <laughs> Garcia. typing, yeah. I'm in. Penelope Garcia, like, types all these numbers in, and then this image of, like, the high school bully, his face on a pig's body which is actually pretty mean, um, shows up on everyone's computer in the room. Uh, so if you were, if you're over the age of 35 and you used floppy disks, please tell me if that's how that works. Because if, if it is, we need to bring those back. I feel like if somebody did this to me in real life, like I, I probably would think it would be funny. I don't think it would yeah. be like an offensive thing. See, that's, that is something that Maybe it was just growing up when we did, but I think that, like, when bullies... Unless a bully is like, give me your lunch money or I'm going to beat you up. Like, that's bullying. But if someone, like, did something that like that to me, I would just laugh. One time somebody threw a baked potato at me in fucking English class when I was in high school, and I, I laughed about it after I was done crying. Because <laughs> it was, it was pre- I'm going to cry for a second, but then I'll be back. It, it was preluded by, you're a fat bitch. Which was true. I don't know why I cried about that. <laughs> we all have a good laugh. We, we all laughed. And, yeah. I so, mean, I, I just feel like it's... I, I mean, he's like the popular guy. And all he did was like uh, copy and paste his, his face on like a pig thing. I bet that took him like 85 hours to do in 1999. Right. <laughs> the amount of time... Like, I don't know. I just feel like it would be, if you really wanted to hurt him, just, like, get an embarrassing picture of him and, like, post it everywhere or something. It's like, the picture of me from the, the Christmas, Christmas party! But, I don't know. Like, if you did that to someone who was, like, actually fat, like, okay, maybe I would feel kind of Yeah, this guy bad. was the captain of the football team. But, was yeah, cool. it was like, okay, like... You know what? You want to know what some real bullying is? And... Okay, so I'm like an Law & Order SVU savant. The lead girl in this is in two very good episodes of Law & Order. And... Julia Stiles? Yes, no. Um, <laughs> and there's this one episode where these very mean girls, they slaughter a fetal pig in the hallway and hang it on a fat girl's locker. Now that is bullying. <laughs> if you ain't pulling shit like that, get that out of the fucking kitchen. That is high quality bullying. One time, this isn't bullying. 
I don't think. Megan, I'm sorry if this is bullying. One time this girl stole my seat in a biology class. I told everybody she had gonorrhea of the throat. Oh my god. It was true. It was true. I shouldn't have told people that, but it was true. She stole... It was like fucking December. Don't take my fucking seat. Get up. Okay, well... Sorry, I have therapy tomorrow. Basically, um... Revving up for therapy tomorrow. The jock guy does feel like he's being bullied. He's being a little hurt in this moment. So he kind of takes out a vendetta against uh, Mike Pillsbury now. So we kind of have uh, that going for him now, which is not too great. You don't want the uh, popular jock kids who are much stronger than you can beat you up on your bad side. Which, I don't know if, like, did they show anything before of this guy actually, like, bullying him first? Um, or did he just on the, do this? Well, or? okay, there's this scene on the football field where Mike scores a touchdown for the other team. So uh, I would have fucking yeah. made fun of him, too. I would have been mean to him, too. That's right. Well, then the popular girl, Allison, who's a cheerleader, says, Oh, like, it's really cool you're into yeah. tech stuff. Would you like to help me, like, kind of do music and lights and decorations for the dance? And then at the dance, the bully, like, rigs the light show so mm. it, like, explodes. And then Mike thinks it was his fault, so he runs away. And that's when he puts out his message to the galaxy. And then all of these aliens start popping up. So there's there's <sighs> some very specific aliens that start popping up. Let's go through these aliens because some of them are going to prevent me from sleeping at night. You are so, so... dramatic. <laughs> So we have uh, the first one, the good one, which is the dog. And um, you said that who was played by that? Malcolm McDowell, who he's in A Clockwork Orange. Oh, right. And I'm pretty sure he's the he's Ramses from Haunted Mansion. Oh. I'm pretty sure. So uh, he's the... He, no, he's not the first one, is he? No. The first one is the slime guy, yes. right? Yeah, so he's eating a sandwich... Uh, and, like, getting on his his uh, little computer, 90s computer with his floppy disk, and he's doing something, and this, like, green slime starts to fall down from the ceiling. And he's and a get lawyer. And get on his sandwich. And uh, so the guy, uh, this alien, comes in. What's his name? Oh, fuck. Um... I'd be 100% honest, I don't remember. Okay, I definitely don't remember. Anyway, it's the slime guy. He's like, um, hey, I. he's the lawyer, right? You're going to have yes. to help me. I don't remember anything yes. in this movie. Okay, so it, the dog is first. Barnabas is first. He meets Barnabas outside of Allison's house. Oh. And then the bone is the green slimy guy. He's a lawyer and he's like, I'm going to help you go to the best planet. Blah, 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 blah. And then after that, he says, oh shit, you know, like, or her name isn't Allison, it's Caitlin. Sorry, I'm mixing up my decoms. I apologize. Oh my God, you didn't even get her name. Just call her Julia stuff. Oh my God, her name's Caitlin. Um, so then Barnabas is like, you've opened a can of worms. More aliens oh. are going to come to this planet. And so then we meet the uh, the yeah, loafer. So we the, the bone guy. Um, he's kind of creepy. I'd give him See, maybe puppetry. like puppetry. Puppetry. 
I'd give them maybe like a six out of ten on the kind of uh, creepy scale. Like all the slime and stuff is pretty gross and his eyes are kind of like bulging everywhere. But he's not like too bad. He's okay. Kind of like a gross introduction. Um, but we definitely don't support him. Ooh, he does this really gross thing where he eats his meal and then he like farts out his whole body. Okay, that is pretty gross. Do you I'm tell me that you haven't done that? Huh? Are you telling me you haven't done that? Uh, not today I haven't. Yesterday, maybe so. That's fair. Um, so we see him, and then uh, the dog... Uh, Barnabas? What, exa what exactly is he saying? He's saying, like, you know, you've opened a can of worms. That means that all these aliens are going to come. Once you've, you've renounced your global citizenship to Earth, so they're all going to come and they're going to convince you. So Mike Pillsbury's kind of become like an intergalactic, like, celebrity because it's very rare that somebody, like, renounces their citizenship, a particularly human that doesn't know that there's other planets and stuff. So after the interaction with the Bohm, they meet, they just call him the loafer alien, and he's kind of like a Hollywood agent, like, I'm going to help you sell oh, your yeah, thing. he's the orange one, he's right? He's orange and blue, and he's got, like, yeah. eyes with... So he's coming up to me, uh, Allison, Caitlin, Julia Stiles, um, yes. and uh, Mike Pilpes are knocking on her door, and she comes down, and that guy comes in, he has his, like, little shoes on, and he, like, zaps yeah. these things out of his head... That like uh, can like paralyze. You. Yeah, so he's like freezing. Uh, uh, great value Costco. Uh, buy six get one free Julia Styles in the doorway, and then he kind of pulls Mike's Mike over behind the hedges and he paralyzes him, and he starts telling him about like giving him another like deal or something. I don't know. They're all he's, trying he's to like, like a Hollywood agent. Yeah. He's supposed to be like trying to like oh I'm gonna like help you sell your story, and he is. I don't know why, because I feel like he has a not a very big part. If you like Google can of worms, like he's on all of like, the He's kind of like the mascot. Yeah, and he's he like, is. I'm like, oh, he's kind of not in it that He much. definitely is. And then, so those are the two, those are the three biggest alien interactions. Okay. Do you have a picture pulled up of the other ones? Yeah. Because let me, let me see. Okay. Okay. So here, we're going to get in line. I call, always call him Toby Okay. Keith. This one right here, I have a problem with the this hands. one. This one is about a 9.5 out of 10 on the creepy scale. This guy, let me see. This guy is like a, um, his whole body is his face. He has a huge mouth and eyes. But then he eyes. can flip his face around. Do you see that he has a face on the bottom Ew, of his Oh face? my God, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> anyway, he has this like, um, uh, kind of, uh, Blue and purpley uh, fuzzy coat, but his like whole always, face I think is he yellow. Like Toby Keith. Um, he has these humongous, just human hands coming out of them. The puppetry. The puppetry. There's just something about that when I see this. Just something that like triggers in my brain that just freaks me <laughs> out me i feel like he's trying to try to like touch me with all those hands i do not like it i do hands. not like looking at it so this, then there two is... very big human hands i don't 
like this one. It's a boot for me. Then there's the girl, and she's okay. got those DSLs. Yes. Okay. She's I will cute. give her. She's a serve. She's only like a two out of ten on the creepy scale because she's kind of serving. She almost looks like a little like goldfish kind of thing going on. She does. So yeah, we we uh, support her. She kind of has this like little southern accent, southern belle kind of like, voice. I think it'll be fun if you come with me, Mac Pillsbury. Right. I definitely trust her with my life. So that's just me. Um, and then we have... There's, like, a purple guy up in a jar, but he doesn't say much. Purple guy? Do you remember that? Oh, I barely remember him. Just based off this picture, I'd give him maybe, like, a 4 out of 10 on the creepy scale. He's not doing much. Um, and then we have the, uh, the other two that we saw in the beginning still, still yeah. there. Okay. No, actually, I kind of forgot about him. The, um, uh, who's the green slime guy? The boom. The boom. Okay, he has a really freaky uh, face going on there. He does. I probably bump it He's up to like teeth. an eight out of ten. He's yes, I do not like the teeth. I do not like when they have teeth. They all have teeth, and it's very weird. Um, yes, I do not support him either. But the guy with the hands is definitely gives me nightmares. So then they all get sucked into this like wormhole, and they're taken to the planet of the Thode. And the Thode is, like, the he's, like, basically he's, like, kidnapping, like, aliens from their planets and making a zoo. Which, is that's really fucked up. That's some Nazi shit. Yeah. And, that is very, I will say that's an interesting concept. It's very yeah. fucked up. So, basically, they, they save the day. They free all the aliens. They get home. Barnabas goes back to his home. Mike and all his friends get home. No big deal. And that is the end of the movie. <laughs> we just skipped out of all okay, that. Honestly, the whole, I don't know if you noticed it, the, like, the entire climax of the movie takes about 15 to 12 minutes. That is true. I feel like, uh, I remember watching this and like the amount of time they spend from like the beginning to him actually like sending off his message is like a good 20 minutes or so of like just like setting up in this movie. I'm like, we could have just kind of like skimmed over this a little bit. Um, but yeah, basically it's like the, the Thode, uh, captures, um, one of his like next door neighbors and the jock guy and they're kind of stuck into, they're, they're stuck in this like, uh, zoo that looks exactly like Mike's backyard, but they're actually like, there's a little like fish hole like looking out part. of it because they they see that they're actually in the zoo, but it just looks like their environment. It's kind of like part of Wayne's up. world where Garth is like, we're looking down on Wayne's basement, except <laughs> that's not Wayne's basement. Like that's kind of, it's very bad. It, yeah. So it's very much like you get to see like there's like a lava alien. There's like a little alien with some big ears. There's like an alien that looks like a dog. So and a uh, little uh, nice brand um, flea market yard sale Julia Styles <laughs> is pressed pressed McGee pressed Panini the whole movie because every time like she tries to have a conversation with Mike like something weird goes on aliens and she doesn't fuck it up yeah aliens fuck it up she is just pissed girl you need to like get out of this and go to your uh, Seattle town and get you a Heath Ledger at this point because he is just not worth it. he's too much baggage going on uh, but yeah that's kind of like her role she's like the uh, um very pressed, very mad uh, love interest the whole movie. Yep. 
Maybe that's why I don't like it is because it's the very, uh, the female character really does not get anything to do. I mean, there's her and then there's like the mom who speaks German. That's pretty much it. And the sister who's a dumb bitch. <laughs> and the sister His who sister is very really mean. The most, the most dumb bitch. Right. If we, if you had to rank, uh, this DCOM, uh, family, how would you, how would you rank them in the whole of Disney? Would they be like high or low? Their family unit? Yes. Oh, very low. Very, very low. low. This is a terrible family unit. I definitely get a get a sense that they do not know each other. They never met each other before, and but they they just met each other now, and they immediately hate each other. The, the little sister is mean to everyone. The parents are kind of like there. They're, I don't know. I it's don't just... know why. I just feel like it should have been a bigger plot point that his mother can speak fluent German because they spent five minutes setting up that scene and then right. we never talk about it again. I just... I don't know. I just feel like when we explain this movie, I'm like, wow, this really is like not that much happens. They just get like kidnapped and they're like in a zoo or whatever. That, but happens, watch... that only happens in the last... Yeah, 15 minutes. but like watching this, I'm like, it's, it felt like a very long movie. Well, that's because you... See, like, I've talked about this with Kyle before. So, like, he saw The Ring for the first time last Halloween, okay? And he was like, it was just seemed really long and really boring. The, ring, really... the ring is a very long movie. And he's I like, I didn't really that. get it. So I think that these types of movies, like particularly children's movies, are easier. easier you had to be a '90s kids to get to digest when you've seen them before, or like when you can remember yeah. it, or when like it's fun or nostalgic for you. Because I'll be honest, if I was a fully grown adult and you made me watch High School Musical for the first time ever as a 25 year old, I'd be like, "What the fuck? Right. What is this?" Yeah. And then there's some of those movies that you really liked as a kid, as a kid, and you want to rewatch it because you have Disney Plus now, and then you realize, no, I'm not gonna like Twitches as a 25 year old man. Do you I not should like just Twitches leave that anymore? in my high school. I love that as a child, but that is a terrible movie. No, it's not. Or there are some things that you watch as an adult that you just have to realize this brought me enjoyment, but this is objectively very bad. And okay, this so is right when Disney things, Plus came out. I watched Twitch. That was like one of the first like 10 things I watched. And at my old apartment, I only had a stand-up stall shower. I didn't so I would shave my legs in the sink so that I could see what I was doing. And I slipped and like no. fell backwards and like knocked my head into the wall. And I like thought I was paralyzed for a minute and I'm like if I die while watching Twitches what will they say? She's going to be going to Coventry. Yeah. That's a movie we should review, Twitches. I would watch Tia and Tamara do literally anything. Because I watched all of Sister Sister in like 10 days. Absolutely. They're icons and they're my cancer sisters. I share a birthday with them. Um, But this was Can of Worms. Again, I don't have a lot to say about this movie. (laughs) I'm just very perplexed. The aliens are very creepy for no reason. But hey, that puppetry. Yeah, the puppetry is great. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking that I need to choose the decom next. Fuck we you. Might, we might have to do like a Phantom of the Megaplex. Don't look under the bed situation. Oh my god! Oh my god, Kyle, this is a message for you. About three weeks ago, I tried to force you to watch Don't Look Under the Bed with me, and you fell asleep, and we didn't finish it, and we're fucking going to before the month of October is over. Mm. 
And that's a promise. That was a promise, babe. Yes, but if you have any suggestions on other DCOMs we should do a little quick review about, please send us a message. Let us know. We're probably going to sprinkle these throughout October mm -hmm. uh, because they're fun and they're not very long and they're nostalgic also. So. And also throughout October on our Instagram page, I am going to be highlighting my favorite Halloween decorations and at the top of the list is my witch Furby with a wonky eye. Yep. So look out for pictures of her. Yes. And then we'll do a Halloween tour at Dylan's house. And then, I don't know. And if you're uh, listening to this at the time is released, we should have just updated our cover art for our uh, podcast because the podcast cover I had before, I literally made it in Snapchat in like two seconds. And we were like, okay, we need to get this episodes out. Let's mm -hmm. just do it. So let me but... tell you our saga. So I asked a friend and then she lost her job and she <laughs> like couldn't, like didn't have time to work on it because she was like looking for a job and she was nannying. I asked another friend and she just didn't get back to me even though she said she wanted to do it. So finally, the person we should have asked from the beginning is my other best friend, Erin. So shout out, Erin. Thank you, Erin. We love you. And she's an amazing artist. She doesn't have a page or anything because she, like, has a career. But <laughs> she is an amazing artist. And she has been since we were little, little kids. And we are so excited. Ozzy, my sweet Ozzy man, is featured on our cover art and she did such a great job i'm so excited for you guys to see it yes i'm very very excited this has definitely been a while in the, in the making so it is very cool to finally see uh us have an official artwork with uh caricatures of ourselves on there and a name plaster at the top mm -hmm. aaron did an amazing job thank you aaron and we are uh, just giving you this gift through uh, through the Halloween season. We have new cover art. We're Happy putting holidays. out multiple episodes. We are just living and celebrating this Halloween. So definitely DM us if you have other movies uh, that you want us to review. They don't have to be DCOMs. They can be uh, that um, uh, Fairy Godmother's uh, Christmas <gasps> Scary special. Scary Godmother. Scary Godmother. From yes, Cartoon we should Network? review that. All right, I'm going to blow my nose again. My allergies are killing me and I... It's okay. Take your time, Squidward. <laughs> but anyway... Oh, ho, 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 Squidward. As always, you can follow us on Horror Hags Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can email us at horrorhagspod at gmail.com. And we can also follow our personal socials. And that would be at Lar Teague on Twitter, at Lar Liz Teague's on Instagram, at Dylan, Dylan Doker on Instagram. I think so. And then, Maybe. <laughs> and then Pug Jamma Party. Also, Dylan and I did a drag show last week in somebody's home, because drag bars in Cincinnati and shit are not open. So we did a drag show. We're going to be posting pictures from that. We had such a good time. It was such a fun group of people. 
So we're going to be posting some of that. And then also, my sister has a podcast called The Dark Files that she does with her best friend. And we're going to be doing a crossover event very soon. So we're going to figure that out. So we're going to watch a movie and talk about the movie with them. And then they are going to teach us about a dark file. So if you want to follow Dark Files podcast on Instagram, that would be fantastic. Yes, definitely give them a check out. They are very well researched and you will definitely learn a lot by listening to them. I know I'm definitely learning a lot. I um, just listened to, I don't know why, I hadn't listened to like their pilot episode and I listened to where Emily talked about Otherkin. I didn't know Otherkin started at UK. Started at the University of Kentucky. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, the more you know. The more you know. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Until then... Have a great day, our little whores divorce. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween.